Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy Neal, and you're listening to The Hiker Podcast. What is up, hikers? You're listening to the podcast that gets to know the hiker behind the trekking poles. The podcast that asks the why questions of hiking. The podcast that takes me, Andy, a relatively new hiker, backpacker, outdoors person, and asks other hikers, backpackers, and outdoors people, how has hiking in the outdoors changed them, and how are they changing the world around them? That's right. You're listening to The Hiker Podcast. This music you're listening to right now can be found on The Hiker Podcast Spotify playlist. This is A Light Without a Flame by Slow Meadow. Just go to the link in the description of this episode, and you'll find that playlist on Spotify where you will find all the songs and music that we play here on the hiker podcast. I do want to thank you all. This episode is late because I have been sick. It is not COVID. I was tested. Uh, Unfortunately with all the kids going back to in-person school and being a little more out and about, you know, having not been exposed that much to people the last 20 months, um, whole family came down with a cold, whole extended family came down with a cold, kind of crazy and we were all tested and so just a cold we're all getting the men though but i had no voice uh, all weekend and i thought i could do it on monday and couldn't do it even right now my voice is killing me but i want to get this out to you because i've had so many wonderful messages so thank you all for being understanding also big quick huge shout out to the sponsors of the hiker podcast that's right can knock outdoors makers of the carbon fiber cork trekking poles and all your water storage needs and, of course, CS Instant Coffee, the best instant coffee on the trail. Go to hikerpodcast.com to find out all the information about them, or just go to the description of this episode. Get you some. They're that good. This week, I'm excited to talk with hiker, businesswoman, and baker, Lucy Navarrete, as she talks about how hiking has changed her and changed her perspective on life during a very difficult time. So, without any further ado my conversation with baker businesswoman and hiker lucy navarrete so i believe i met our our next guest while i never actually met her in person before but i had just finished hiking table rock plateaus like 10 minutes from my house and i noticed a a photo tag and she was recently there and then i started following her and she started following me and then we followed a lot of the same people and lucy navarrete is on the show she is a business owner a a a baker and a hiker from big bear california i'm so excited to have her on lucy how you doing today good thanks for having me andy appreciate it Thank you so much for coming on the show. So just introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, where you come from, the kind of things if you run into somebody on the trail, they might want to know about you. Yeah. Yeah. So I am from Big Bear Lake, California. I have been here my whole life. Um, I'm 27 years old and I own a bakery up here. Um, I've had it for five years now, going on five years on December 16th. Um, I absolutely love to bake. Um, it's my passion. Um, I also decorate. So I do a lot of like wedding cakes and custom cakes, stuff like that. And then I recently got into hiking, I want to say about 
a year and a half ago, going on two years. So, yeah. So you grew up in a very outdoorsy place. Myself, having grown up in both Ventura, California and Las Vegas, Nevada, Big Bear is where you went to do outdoorsy stuff. It's where you went to play in the snow. Um, we mm-hmm. take school trips up there to go play in the snow. And um, what was that like for you? Were you really outdoorsy growing up in a really kind of iconic, for, at least for those who live in Southern California, iconic outdoorsy place? Or was it just something you didn't discover till, like you said, two years ago when you started hiking? Yeah, so it's so weird. And like, I I actually was not outdoorsy at all. Um, I was just never into it. And to be honest, growing up in a in a Mexican household, um, it's not very common, you know, for Hispanics to be go out going out into nature and hiking and, you know, doing all the outdoorsy stuff like camping, it just wasn't a thing growing up for us. And so it's not something that was part of my life. Um, even though all these hiking trails have been here in my backyard, you know, forever. <laughs> um, so I definitely wasn't part of the, you know, outdoorsy um, people. I just I wasn't outdoorsy. Um, and I, yeah, like I said, I didn't get into it until about almost two years ago um, after a really hard breakup. And I turned to hiking right after that, just the day that I actually broke up with, with my boyfriend. Um, I just went on a hike, like after, you know, I had that whole um, episode, whatever, I sat down and talked to him. And I didn't know how to cope with it, because there's so many emotions going through my head and my heart and everything. And so I, um, I went on a hike. And so um, I think the first hike I went on was probably like, six, seven miles. And I had never hiked that long before. (laughs) Yeah. So it was crazy. It was really crazy. And every day after that, for two weeks straight, I kept hiking and my family would be like, Lucy, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And you know, they thought I was crazy. I thought I was crazy. I'm like, what am I doing? But I felt so good. And I felt like I could really deal with my emotions that way. Um, so yeah, I think ever since then, I've just really used hiking to be able to deal with my everyday, you know, problems and, and, um, you know, stress, anxiety, um, grief, even I just, you know, recently lost my uncle not so long ago. And I just remember during those weeks of, you know, mourning, and I'm still mourning him to this day, but um, he, you know, I, I went out and you know, in between all the craziness and I was, I was still able to go out onto the trails and it really helped. Um, it helped coping with everything. So that's, that's usually, that's, that's what I use, you know, hiking for now, I would say. Talk a little bit more about the, the time when you, you had, you had that breakup and what was the, what was the thought process behind? I'm going to go and get on a trail. I know for myself that getting hiking was a little bit similar I, I, had, I had a therapist say you need to go for a hike and so i did mm-hmm. and fell in love with it what was that process like for you it's just like okay break up oh there's a trail i'm gonna start walking on it or was it a little <laughs> more involved in that just talk a little bit about that oh i don't even know so i mean i had hiked before right so like i mean i wasn't a hiker my ex actually was very into like trail running which is very ironic um, and so he'd always try to get me out on the trails and like, and it, to me, it wasn't fun because he was very competitive. I'm like, why am I going to go if you're just going to leave me in the dust? <laughs> so it wasn't something that I wanted to do with him as, as you know, bad as that sounds. But, um, you know, I remember going on a hike with him and it was, it's actually one of my favorite trails. Now it's a local trail. It's called Cougar Crest. 
And um, the first half mile we were hiking, I couldn't do it anymore. I looked at him like, I don't want to do this. I hate this. I'm miserable. And he's like, come on. Like, I'm like, how much longer? He's like, you still have like four miles. I'm like, oh, four miles. Or no, I was probably like another two miles. I'm sorry. It was like another two miles because total is about five and a half or so. Um, And I was like, I can't, I can't make that. I'm like, can we just turn back? He's like, okay. So he's a little disappointed, but it's not something I enjoyed at the time. It's not something that was part of my life. And so, um, kind of talking a little bit about the relationship without, without making it, you know, too long. Um, it was the hardest relationship I've ever experienced. I mean, I, I, it, I would say it's my only serious relationship and that's why I had so much emotions, um, getting out of it. It was the, I'd say it was definitely the hardest decision of my life um, to get up and leave. And so um, the first few years of our relationship was, was very uh, rocky. Um, There was a lot of toxicity and he um, was an alcoholic. And so it was, it was hard. It was a very hard relationship. Um, It wasn't even my, it wasn't me. I, I, I didn't even recognize myself, you know, being in that relationship the first four years. And so then um, he actually stopped drinking and I was over the moon. I was, I was, you know, so happy. And and so was he, and our relationship took a turn for the, for the better. And um, we dated for another, let's see, like two and a half years. And I remember thinking like, wow, like this is such a good relationship now. Like that's, this is what we needed. And I'm really looking forward to our future. And, um, I, I was so in love with him, you know, the fact that he even made that choice for himself, I was very proud and, um, I was ready for the next step. And so, um, you know, it came time to where I needed to talk about this. And so I I needed, you know, to say, Hey, what's, what's next? You know, are are we going to get married? Are we going to have kids? And so I started bringing it up and it's not something that he wanted. And so for me, it was, the biggest heartbreak I've ever experienced. And so, you know, leading up to it, um, I had a lot of mental, um, just a lot of mental stress, anxiety, everything. And um, that I even had to, you know, do this and break my own heart. So, um, yeah. So I think that the day that I, that I did, I wasn't planning to go on a trail. I wasn't planning to, um, you know, get lost in the outdoors. I just did it. It just kind of, it came to me. I, I, I left his house, you know, which was, it was our house, but I left his house and um, went on a trail and it was, I didn't even cry, which was the most craziest thing. I didn't even cry. Um, I cried later on my trip, on that trip to Oregon, actually, Andy, <laughs> that's when I cried. It was like months later when I started solo traveling and that was the longest to drive ever up the coast to Oregon. Um, but that's when it, that's when all of my emotions just came out. Cause I didn't, I didn't give myself that time to cry. So yeah, it, it was, uh, it was crazy how hiking, you know, really helped me from the very beginning. What is it you think it is about hiking that, that does that? I, I, I often say the hiking is very therapeutic. It, it it gets you to think about things you never would think about for you. What what was it about hiking that helped you, you know, you said you didn't cry first thing. It wasn't until you went on a solo trip and, you know, mm-hmm. you're on the trail and you just, you, you're overcome with emotion. You're dealing with these things. What is it about the outdoors and hiking for you that does that? Mm-hmm. For me, um, there's something more deep and spiritual, I think, than anything. 
um obviously you know it's gorgeous the views are gorgeous that the fresh air everything right it's so good for you period but there's something very spiritual about being in nature you're one with nature you're out there you're it's just you and the trees and the birds and the animals and um I don't even know how to explain it I I have a feeling that I felt in Oregon that kind of um a feeling that I chase now um it was actually a Oregon trail. will do that every time <laughs> I came I, here I, I never envy, left <laughs> <laughs> I envy you so much Andy you have no idea <laughs> but um so there was this trail, um, I'm trying to think what it was called. Uh, oh, Cooper Creek Reservoir. I don't know if you've been there. Have you been there? It's in Sutherland. I know where it's at. I haven't been there, though. Okay. So it's it's just like a hike around a reservoir. It's nothing intense, nothing crazy, but it's gorgeous. It's just, it makes you feel like you're in like Jurassic Park or something. <laughs> but on that trail, I experienced something that was so deep and emotional and it's unexplainable like it's not so I was just hiking right I was just hiking and just I remember looking up and feeling the sense of ease and relief and I felt something or I I heard in my head something tell me you're gonna be okay and this is exactly where you need to be right now and so I just, when I heard that in my head, I started crying, just tears and tears. And I was happy. I just, I couldn't explain the feeling that I felt, Um, but it happened. And so now, you know, I have that feeling on, on trails here and there, like it's more of a like mild feeling like that. Like, obviously I feel happy at peace, but it's something that I've never felt before. And so ever since then, I know that there's a way deeper connection that I personally feel when I'm in nature. And it's the most beautiful thing. And I want everybody in the world to experience it because it's, it's phenomenal. So you haven't been in the hiking community that long. And you've been here, you know, doing hiking for about two years. Um, within that time, you know, COVID's kind of taken mm-hmm. off and it's never really gone away. Um, but also, I'm kind of curious of what your your first impressions are of the hiking community. You you generally hike alone, um, and mm. you're you're a woman, you're a Hispanic woman, and you're out there and you're in your hiking. Has how has that experience been for you? Getting into this community, uh, have you felt welcomed? Are there things you would like to see uh, change? Are there things you'd like to see more of? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm like. Uh, it's horrible to say, but I wouldn't think that I wouldn't say that I'm super welcomed. Um, I think that, you know, also I'm, I'm a heavier girl. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you talk about this in your other, you know, other interviews, um, you know, about the stereotype of a hiker, you know, it's usually this very fit, you know, man or woman, and, you know, they're usually white and that's what you see everywhere. right? And that's what's most boosted on Instagram. That's what's most on ads and everything. And so, for me, I don't think I feel super welcomed, but I mean, I, to be honest, I don't care. Like I'm out there for myself, not out there for anybody else, but me. Um, I think that what bothers me the most is comments that I get from some people along the trail. Um, and that's something that I just feel like, I don't know if people just, people don't mean to like sound, you know, rude or disrespectful, but they say things that they don't realize that that can really stick with a person. You yeah, know what those I mean? little micro aggressive, passive aggressive comments. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sure you get them too, you know, cause people are just so used to seeing, you know, you know, thinner people on trail and stuff. And it's just, it's, it needs to stop because it's the outdoors is not just for one type of body type. It's not, it's for everybody. And it's, and I think too, the problem is that, you know, people are so quick to assume that someone that's bigger or heavy set or, you know, whatever, that they're not conditioned enough, that they're not able, that they're not capable of hiking a mountain. And that needs to like, that needs to be educated somehow because appearance is not everything, right? Like <laughs> um, our bodies can do so much more than what our bodies look like. And so, yeah, it's just one of those things that really, really bugs me. Um, I just got to a comment on, and uh, I was in Zion uh, a few weeks ago and I did Angel's Landing. And love that trail. Love that trail. Oh, isn't it incredible? Gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah. So like on the way down, um, I was already, you know, finishing up. I actually met this really cool person on the trail and we were like jogging down and we still had like the energy to like jog down. And plus, you know, your legs are jello by the time you're, you're heading down. And so, you know, it's a little easier to jog since it's super, um, inclined, but, um, towards the very bottom, there's this, you know, older woman and she goes, she said, did you really make it all the way up there? And I was like, yeah and she goes <laughs> and she, yeah and she goes really like her tone was really mm-hmm. and I said yep. yeah and you know Andy it took every bit of me to 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 not say something back you know I could have been rude and been like well lady you know you're much older are you gonna make <laughs> something you know and I didn't I didn't because I'm not that type of person and I wouldn't say things like that to someone just because they look, you know, heavier or or whatever and comments like that need to stop. They need to stop because they hurt people and it's it's just not okay. Period. <laughs> And I, I've had those exact same things, especially starting on hiking. The you're coming down, you know, three thousand foot elevation gain. You're 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 twelve hour a day. And someone's coming up, you know, like, oh, how far did you make it? Um, the whole way. Yep. Uh, yeah. Really? I had my summer mid time. Yeah. Both of you? Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Are you going to make it up? Yeah. <laughs> you want to say those things, but you don't. It's, it, it's, uh, so, it's so infuriating. So and, um, you know, but the different, I, I know people who, you know, who who maybe look like a hiker, but physically they, they, for whatever reason, medically, they can't do it. And different body types can do different things. It's not, it, it doesn't yeah. matter what size you are, or your background or whatever or whatnot. Um, it really doesn't talk a little bit about what what um brought on you taking that road trip though into oregon um you know taking the 101 up the coast there and yeah that that whole journey you took there and all the you went and hiked all these all these trails all up and down the west coast talk a little bit about what about that journey yeah oh i'd love to okay so that that road trip kicked off everything in my life right now. I feel like it kicked off who I am now. Um, I, it was, it was random because, um, you know, I'd been, I had just broken up with my ex and, um, I remember just thinking I wanted to get out of Big Bear. I wanted to get out and I, I wanted to go somewhere. Right. And I was never a traveler. I never like really went anywhere. Like if anything, it was just weekend trips to the beach. So, um, I like looked at my schedule 
Um, and I was like, okay, if I have at least like seven to 10 days off somewhere, like enough, no, no, um, you know, cakes scheduled or anything, I'm going to take off. I, I don't know where, but I'm going to take off. <laughs> so I like opened my schedule and sure enough, I had like, I think it was like nine days off or, you know, with nothing scheduled. And so I'm like, okay, great. Where should I go? And I was just thinking like, okay, where do I, have I wanted to go? Where do I want to explore? Like what's going to be beautiful? And so my first thought was Oregon. I just, I remember being, I was there actually when I was probably like 10, 11 or something. And I just remember thinking that it was so green and beautiful. So I'm like, okay, let's go to Oregon. And so I just, you know, packed up myself, me and my dog. And uh, yeah, we made this, I think it was 16 hour drive. Usually it's 13, but when you take the coast, it's about 16 hours. Oh yeah. The 101 so slow. Oh yeah. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. You, I feel like everybody should do it at least once in their life because it's so gorgeous. So um, but yeah, so I kind of started in Medford, went up to Eugene, I went up to Florence, the coast, um, and then to Sutherland where I went on that like very spiritual hike, um, and then in Bend. So yeah, I kind of circled my way around there and um, I was terrified at first, you know, even just going and driving, I just I was thinking, well, God, what if something happens to me? Like, you know, I hope that my family knows and you know, what if somebody um, wants to kidnap me? What if somebody, you know, is a murderer or something? Like all these thoughts go, you know, through your head when you're doing your, your first fault, uh, solo trip. And so it was, it was my first time. And honestly, it ended up being the, the most memorable experience of my entire life. And um, now it's, I, I do that regularly. I just kind of get up and take my dog and go on to these solo trips. And um, yeah, I highly recommend people do that because it's, it's very life-changing and makes you more independent and uh empowered and it's just it's incredible and since that time you've gotten involved in something i've been thinking about doing for a while i hear a lot of people on the show have done this before but we never really talked about it talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about the 52 hike challenge what is that what's it about and what have you done with it yeah so the 52 hike challenge i signed up for actually right after i got back from that oregon trip um because I realized how much I loved hiking when I got back and doing the challenge would give me the opportunity to, you know, really explore different places and kind of force myself to, you know, get out of Big Bear to do more, you know, different hikes. Um, But essentially the 52 hike challenge is a challenge that um, basically requires you to get outside to hike at least one mile um, at least once every single week. So, you know, between Monday and Sunday, you just got to get out, make time for it and hike at least one mile. And so um, I didn't think I was going to do it, to be honest. I didn't think I'd be able to. But every single week I made sure to get outside and whether it was just a trail, you know, down my down the street from my house or, you know, I would randomly go to, you know, the beach area or um, I went up to uh, Tahoe or, you know, just wherever. It doesn't matter where you go, but at least, you know, you just have to do that one mile. So. Um, I just completed it last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday. And uh, oh, man, the feeling of accomplishment. <laughs> I'm just I'm super stoked about it. And I um, I actually got a few messages from people who said that they're going to join it and try it out for next year. So I'm super stoked to see like their pictures and, you know, trails and stuff that they go on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And shifting gears here a little bit. You're, 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 you're a business owner. And you're in, um, you, you make cakes and you're, I mean, I've probably been to at least four weddings in Big Bear growing up in Southern California. Oh, have you? I mean, it's always weddings, people, you know, you know, over the years when I was a little kid up to, you know, in my twenties. And so 
you're 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 in an industry that's busy. This is Southern California. It's not what people people typically think of when they think of Southern California. They think of you know L.A. But you're you're owning a business. You're having to run the run you know day to day operations that sort of thing. Where do you find the time to hike and still run a successful business and keep clients mm-hmm. and and that that work hike balance? Where where does that come in? Yeah. So. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. Um, it's definitely something that you have to plan for. Um, I, you know, if I have an open space, I, I make sure not to um, take any any clients for that for those weeks that I'm going to be gone. But it's something that I really have to plan. It's not it's not easy. You know, it, it sucks turning down clientele. And, and it sucks telling people like, I'm sorry, you know, we're, you know, our cake decorator is not in town this week. <laughs> so it, it sucks. But also like, you know, work will always be there. And I have finally found this balance that I'm just so much happier with. And I'm not working, you know, 16 to 20 hour shifts anymore. I'm not, you know, breaking my back, staying up till four in the morning. And, you know, I'm not doing that anymore because I you know, decided to put myself first. And I decided to um, put my mental health and my physical health above, you know, business. And as horrible as that sound might sound to some people, some, you know, it's, it's really not, and it's really going to prolong your business life in general. Like it, you know, it, it helps you not get burnt out. And um, I'm really, really happy to have found that balance finally. (laughs) And also, sorry, just to throw this in as well. It's also very, very important to find um, good staff and management that will keep everything, you know, running while you're gone. So that's something that took me a while as well. Um, because, you know, especially in a small town, it's hard to find people who want to work. It's, it's hard to find people who are committed and will actually show up. So, um, I'm, I'm very, very lucky to have the people that I have right now. So, yeah. Talk a little about your friends and your family, once you started hiking, what what was their reaction to the change they saw in you when you began mm-hmm. you began to hit the trail? Um, I think everybody just thought I was crazy because it just came out of nowhere. I was just, where's Lucy? Oh, she's out in the mountain. She's out on a mountain somewhere, and it was strange. You know, it was strange. But now I'm I'm positive they they understand it and they know that it's part of me and something that I love to do. So they support me. Um. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, if if anything, everybody just kind of says, you know, aren't you afraid? And, you know, or make sure you take your bear spray and make sure you take your knife. And I'm like, don't worry, I got you. I like, I got myself. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it as safe as possible. So I think that's just our main concern. It's just my safety. But um, yeah, I, I I think that they're more supportive than anything for sure. What would you tell someone who wants to get in hiking and maybe they've gone through a uh, a loss in their 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 family or a loss of a relationship and they're, they're wanting to get into hiking what would you tell them um well i think that's a great idea if they're wanting to get into it i think that's the first step you know seeking help seeking some sort of um outlet and if that is hiking that you want to look into go for it like 100 percent, go for it i I've never heard anybody, you know, say like, oh, I regretted that hike or like, oh, I regretted going outside today. Like, it's not a thing. It just helps you so much mentally. And I wish people would realize this um, because imagine if everybody, you know, every single person used the outdoors in order to help with their, you know, 
mental issues like I think that the world would be such a you know amazing place so yeah go for it 100 <laughs> percent. and talk about hiking with dogs that's something I, I've tried to bring my dogs but they just like to you know chase squirrels you bring your dogs <laughs> with you everywhere which is awesome um yeah I haven't seen a lot of hikers do that so talk a little bit about hiking with your dogs and how they're just always there with you you know I see that too and I always wonder am like why don't people why don't more people take their dogs? And it just makes, I, I don't know. I don't get it. But, um, and I think too, people are surprised with Oli. So he's my Boston Terrier. He's more of like, I mean, he's half a uh, bulldog and half terrier. So, you know, bulldogs are usually just lazy. They just want to sleep all day. Um, but he's actually very athletic. He's very muscular. Um, and he loves to go hiking. He will go for miles and miles and miles. And of course I try not to push him to where, you know, he gets super tired, but He's also, you know, with so much hiking that we've done, he's already built up that endurance and I'm not worried about him, you know, like, um, you know, tapping out or anything like that. Um, the one thing that is my concern, um, is the summer. So like when it's really, really hot, that's when you should be very careful and make sure you bring enough water, make sure that the trails that you take them on are very shaded so they can take breaks. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Oli. And then Zena. She's actually, um, she's a miniature Husky and she is my, um, shared custody child. <laughs> so she actually lives with my ex, but I still pick her up, um, you know, like once every week or two weeks. And then I take her like on a long hike. So she loves to hike as well. Um, Huskies in general, they're just really great hikers, but same thing. They also can't, you know, get too hot, um, and overheated or else that can be very dangerous. So um, yeah, but it's not something I really have to worry a lot about up here in Big Bear because it doesn't really get that hot up here as opposed to like, you know, the inland cities and stuff like that. So, yeah. So ultimately, if you were to summarize your experience, how has hiking changed you? Yeah, um, so I would say hiking has changed me for the better, 100%. Um, I feel like I'm obviously more happy, but I'm also more confident in who I am. I'm um, more empowered. I'm more independent. I'm not afraid to do things by myself anymore. It, it, even down to the little things, right? Just going out to like, you know, get lunch by yourself. <laughs> if I can go hiking by myself, you know, up to a mountain that's like miles, miles away, I can go, you know, to a restaurant by myself. So it's like, it really gets, it helps you get over those I don't know, just those little fears in, in, that you have in life. And it just makes you just a, a more confident person overall. And Lucy, if someone wanted to follow you and follow your journeys and the pictures of your dogs and all the things you're doing online, where would they go? Yeah. So I am on Instagram. It's um, bad, B-A-D underscore fish, F-I-S-H underscore lose L-U-Z. Um, I'm just a sublime fan. So, um, <laughs> bad fish lose. Um, and then lose is actually my real name, FYI. And then I'm also on, uh, my business Instagram. If you are into cakes or decorating, or just, you like to eat sweets, you can follow me, uh, um, at sister, my sister bake shop on, uh, Instagram. Lucy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and uh, just uh, being an inspiration to so many and encouraging so many with what you do on Instagram and um, just showing that, you know, you can be a businesswoman and a, a kick a hiker. And just, so just thank you for everything that you're doing. 
Yeah, thank you so much, Andy. It was so much fun being on your show. Appreciate it. Big thank you to Lucy for coming on the show, being flexible with the scheduling of the episode. And uh, yeah, she's been really cool. Make sure you follow her on Instagram, where you can also follow me at Andy Films and Hikes and follow the Hiker Podcast at Hiker Podcast. Um, I'm not sure. Did I mention this last week? I think I did. No, I didn't. I am beginning. I've been talking about this for a while. I, I did mention this last week. I'm starting a YouTube channel. And uh, you can go to my Instagram to find out all the information on that. Super excited about it. I'm going to be talking about encouragement for not only hikers, but plus size hikers, reviews, uh, new hikers. It's just called Andy Neal Plus Size Hiker. And uh, it'll be a place where people can come and get information about hiking and reviews and i'm going to really focus it on 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 plus size um extended size gear reviews but also just encouragement for those of us who maybe don't fit the mold of a hiker because hiking is for everybody and for everybody so that's going to come out january 1 i'm going to talk about on the first video just my story give background and then i'm gonna do some some gear reviews and some kind of background. So my first video is going to be about me and my story. Second video is going to be about what are trekking poles? And I'm going to review the trekking poles I use. So I'm going to talk about what are trekking poles? Why do some people use them? Why wouldn't you not want to use them? And here's what I use. And here's my review of them. And the first ones will be, I bet you can't guess who. That's right. Canuck Outdoors. I'm also going to do a, a blind taste test of CS Instant Coffee with the other Instant Coffees. I've had them all. I'm going to do a blind test. I'm going to be able to see if I can tell which one is the best. And then I'm just going to put my money out there to say it's CS Instant Coffee because they're just that good. I know it's a little biased because, you know, they do sponsor the show. But um, maybe I'll have someone else come on and do the test and anyways so that's going to be the 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 youtube channel i'm putting out here um but you can subscribe now and check it out also just thank you all for the wonderful encouraging messages on instagram and emails i get andy at hikerpodcast.com and just everything that you all do and how awesome you all are to me in the show we'll have two more episodes this year we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then second week of january we will hit it hard Right around the time when the YouTube channel launches, we have lots of amazing guests lined up, lots of amazing shows lined up to get us into the rest of winter, spring, and into the summer hiking season, which will hopefully be better than the last one because last summer stank for me. Anyways, guys, thank you all so much for being patient with this week's episode and also being patient with the sound of my voice right now. I know it doesn't sound great and I sound probably pretty tired because I am. And uh, make sure you follow me at Andy Films and Hikes. Go to hikerpodcast.com for all the latest and greatest from me. I don't know. (laughs) And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Hiker Podcast. Podcast.